Yo, what's good, everybody? What's We've, happening? We're out here again. Clear the haze, episode four of season five. Still trucking along, strong. You're. <laughs> what's good, everybody? So today we have one of the dopest guests that we ever have. He comes from time to time, a veteran, a true mm-hmm. veteran of the show Keep since us. season one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. So, with no further ado, updated. keeping us locked and loaded. Yep. I need to collect some some insurance benefits from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on here. I, mean, I know, geez. I know, I know. But we appreciate it. Uh, Chris Giovanni it's in the building. In bin- the building. In the building. Yo. Hello, hello. What you been you. up to? Oh man, I mean, besides staying at home because we have this order, um, yeah, I started getting back to work. You know, things are slowly turning back to normal for us. Um, the great thing is, uh, I'm one of the blessed ones. During COVID, I had unscripted talent working still, so oh, cool. Uh, There's a lot of creative things going on, especially being able to write my first script and yeah. a couple of things that I did during this time. But other than that, yeah, it's just been chill. It's That's real good. chill. That's Using real chill. Using the quietness for good. Like, I'm sure before you were on the go so much that you didn't have, like, the script, for example, yeah. something that you probably wanted to work on, but right. exactly. always I, on the go. You're right. Yeah. I mean, the, the being at home and just not having to do stuff like go to the office all the time. Um, I think that really helped because I was able to, you know, think creatively. Like mm-hmm. I right. would have never thought maybe two years ago that I would be writing, you know, a script or a project or, you know, developing a TV show. But mm-hmm. yeah. all this stuff has just happened during COVID and it helped. Yeah. And I, do you feel like COVID kind of unlocked a lot of opportunity for people instead of being more of like that hindrance that people make it out to be? I mean, I think COVID definitely uh, allowed people to see that they have a lot of skill sets that they probably don't tap into. You know, uh, post-COVID, a lot of people were focused on just getting money, you know, working at restaurants, whatever. But, you know, I've met a lot of people who have said, like, during this COVID and staying at home, like, I've been able to, you know, create this brand. Or I started working on my clothing line, which is all, you know, great things, especially for entrepreneurs. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Honestly, I, I, I agree. Like, I feel this. I feel like before we were all so locked into a groove that the, the notion of doing something totally different and trying something new was just kind of far fetched. But now. It's like, okay, most people don't have a job. Yeah. No one had time. Like, if you would yeah. ask me, hey, Chris, I want you to write a whole entire script. Yeah. And you have a day. I would be like, no, I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I have this. I have to be at the office. It's traffic. I probably won't be home till seven or eight. But, you know, being March and April really helped me because yeah. I was like, okay, I'm at home. You know, the first few weeks of March when we first got locked down, right. I was like, okay, well, let me take this time to relax, <laughs> yeah. you know? And then when they completely shut down TV production and everything, I was like, okay. So yeah. when April and May hit, it's like, okay, now that we've been in this two, three months, like, what can I do not only to just generate income for myself, right. but also for my team and, like, what else can we do to help keep our actors working? So Yeah. 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 So what ways did you guys come up with? So it's been a couple of things that uh, have 
fortunately happened during COVID. I mean, um, shout out to I would say Tyler Perry being number one. Yeah, nice. Um, nice. He black billionaire in the building. <laughs> yes, I have to give him the number one shout out because he actually was the first production to go back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so fortunately for our company, you know, we have a lot of the leads on his shows, and they yeah. all shot back to back. So nice. Um, I'm one of the fortunate ones that didn't have to worry about, okay, where is the profits coming in? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. So that was great. Um, I also have to give a second shout out to WeTV because okay. yes. um, they saw a lot of my visions, especially unscripted during that time. Yeah. So I was able to procure a deal for one of our clients and she recapped all of the episodes from her series. Sick, and so, sick. Then I ended up writing a series and um, I sent it to an agency and so that's being worked out. So yeah, it's been a lot of just like, okay, it's nine o'clock, you know, I'm in my underwear, I got coffee, what can I do to make some money? Right, right. Yeah. That hustler's mentality. Yeah, it challenged everyone's hustle. Yeah. Yes. 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 It really did. And it it kind of like exposed a lot of people too because... I mean, it's do or don't. Yeah. <laughs> people, a lot of people that I know end up going back home, but it's yeah. like, you know, it's understandable because at that time, you know, all of the productions went off. Right. Like, even right. before uh, they shut everything down, mm-hmm. I had clients that had already traveled to get ready to film. Right. And March 19th hit, and they're like, okay, we're flying you all back home. So mm. with that, you know, getting what they're called force majeure letters, which is basically like if an act of God happens, such as COVID, yeah. like, you know, we are suspending the options on the contracts, which means mm. they're not going to utilize my talent. Right. So... In my mind, I'm like, okay, you know, we have, you know, 75 to 80 people within our company. Mm-hmm. How are we going to keep these people service during this time? You yeah. Know? Right. And it just really, it really allowed us to get to know our clients a lot deeper and my clients too and help to propel their career. Yeah. That's cool, man. Honestly, bro, you being one of the few people I know really still working right now. It's great to see. It's great to see, and it's um, it's mind-blowing that literally a town that's built on this industry can't even figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's... I mean, I will say this, like, you know, even though we've gotten the green light that 80% of productions are coming back as early as next month. Yeah. And then, excuse me, there are a lot that are shooting right now, you yeah. know, we have to be cognizant over the safety of things. Mm-hmm. So uh, with Tyler, you know, and the Oval Sisters and everything else that he was shooting at that time, like that was everyone's eyes on it to see like, how is this new, you know, normal going to work for our industry? Yeah. And even the NBA with the bubble. Right, like right. Which that's very genius. They they were the first to really adopt it. Yeah. Now baseball is going to try it for yeah. the playoffs. and. Exactly. And it's a smart method. I mean, to be able to see someone, you know, see the team and how well they do and how they maintain safety protocols. Like, yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about Zelda. She's very <laughs> she loving. Is, yeah. She loves me. Uh, yeah, she does. <laughs> but, Zelda um, yeah, it's crazy. Like, how do you, how do you feel about like the productions that never gave a shit though? The ones that just kept going like Zendaya and John Wa- David Washington. Um, what, they were working on a movie, uh, Denzel Washington's son. Yeah, 
I will say this. They, they finished there were the a couple oh. of shows that were filmed during that time. Yeah. And um, they, I, what kind of what I can say is, like, there was one project that came out from Freeform. It was uh, during the time, loving the time during Corona or mm. something like that. Yeah. And, you know, they had very. Uh, they had conversations with SAG-AFTRA and basically they were able to get approved to film that. Okay. Um, what I say is this, you know, I think a lot of productions are taking use of the COVID release waiver, which right. is basically like, if you work with us, you agree, like, you're not going to sue us or anything. So I think that's helping. And then also like, you know, like Tyler with the, the, the excuse me, the COVID barrier, the, the bubble, you know, mm-hmm. he had his own bubble. So do I see an influx of but that? He happening? always has a bubble. Like he's always yeah. had a bubble. Yeah, he's always been in his own bubble. Uh, a just lot creating. of people, and uh, and he got and, he caught a lot of flack for that because you know once he's especially during the plays, oh yeah. all of his actors would live with him, and yeah. they would work day in and day out, mm-hmm. and they couldn't go home. There was they were just <laughs> chilling. Yeah, I I commend <laughs> all of my entertainers or all my talent that are signed to me that were there because I had. To, clients you know that were on that's that lot for a good month or yeah. so you know yeah. but and it's it, huge though yeah. it's yeah it's huge but then it's like this it's like you're only bound to certain areas of the camp so mm-hmm. i mean i i just gave hats off to all my clients for being able to do that because i know me personally like yeah i need to be able to get in my car and go where right, i need to go right so i'm the same way it's like when we go somewhere I always drive. I, mm-hmm. I rarely ride. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That freedom, that control. So yeah. For sure. That's yeah. true. And I've been told that um, like Tyler Perry runs like a tight ship. Like, for example, other productions, maybe you only need to know like this page and the other page. But Tyler wants you, you, you have to have basically the whole script memorized. Like you're part of the script memorized because he just recently caught more flack about recording like how many episodes? Like ten episodes of Bruh in like four days, and everyone was like, "Wait, what?" Wow! <laughs> like wow. he runs it like a tight ass wow. shit. Like, He's like we're not wasting any out. money. Yeah, we're, we're not, not wasting <laughs> any time. We're not and paying you overtime. Own the property, so it's not like <laughs> you're renting it out. But yeah. time is money, and it's like also if you are too busy waiting for other people to do something, you get left behind. Exactly. And so. Mm-hmm. Just just get it done. Just mm-hmm. get her done. Exactly. I mean, I have clients on various shows. And, you know, the fortunate thing, like I said, was Tyler's was the only production going at that time. I, we, I think that my clients did it from July to August. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, excuse me, September. Um, and I will say compared to a lot of the, I would say, major primetime networks, you know, a production period might last anywhere from three to six months, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're cultivating that content, you know, they're getting the best scenes, like they're really having retakes and such. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then you you have Tyler's work where, you know, it's, it's done in maybe three days, you know? Yeah. But he's mastered the ability to know his audience. So right. he knows what his audience is going to digest. Right, you know? right. So I think that's the benefit of that was, you know, not only was it's a, a lot of money in such mm-hmm. a short amount of time, but it also was, you know, it was work. You know, it was, that's true. It, it, yeah. he, he met all of his deadlines from Viacom. So. Yeah. Oh, that's, see, that's, that's good because he's keeping everyone and everything so tightly put together that mm-hmm. he's not having any room for error, which 
we I just I worked on a set here maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was about a month ago. Anyways, <laughs> uh, that whole production got shut down, mm-hmm. even with COVID protections in place. Everyone got tested every day, mm-hmm. um, and you know you it was fifteen minutes and you were on your way, but we ended up getting sent home because one of the people that we were working with ended up being testing positive. Yep. So everyone that was working with him had to go home. And I think eventually they ended up just shutting the whole set down. Cause that ended up being a whole group full of PAs since everyone was zoned off in like colored sections. So blue group, green group, so on and so forth. Um, and it, it was just strange to see because obviously there's been a lot of false positives. Yeah. Um, every, everyone that was with him was tested negative. So it's what, like, are what do you really know? It? I want to know what are your thoughts on COVID? Man, look. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about it personally is. And I don't want to come off sounding like crazy or anything but i just think it's more of political moves Mm -hmm. i think it's like power plays and people's lives are being affected as a result but really it's simply to sway things one way or another and i mean that's evidenced by the fact that coronavirus isn't new it's literally if you look at your lysol on the back of the bottle it's printed right there on the label. It was on that label before last year. So yeah. it's like, what is the what is the hubbub all about now? Well, I think, and I don't disagree. I just think that, like, yes, coronavirus is on the back of most disinfectant labels. And that's like, you know, a type, it's COVID-19 is a type of coronavirus. Like, you know, one mushroom is different from the other family of mushrooms. But I think that, Knowing that, you know, COVID is a coronavirus is a thing, I feel like there should have already been things in place where it's like, we know this thing exists and we've studied, there's, there are scientists for this reason. You know, there's people studying diseases that only have affected one person just to know in case this gets out of control, mm-hmm. what can we do to at least, if not stop it completely, slow it down? But this country doesn't operate in a preventative manner. No. It's it's always reactive. Yeah. yeah. So That's a huge flaw. That's, yeah. that's just part of it. Like, if you and everyone knows that the powers that be knew about this way beforehand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I always felt it was a thing of narcissism. Like, it's mm. like, you know, we don't want to admit that, you know, we fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Simple as that. And it, it took, even with, like, because I, I would watch, you know, our president's um, speeches. Yeah. And every speech, I didn't feel like I learned anything at all. Right. I felt like it was just buying time, you and know? he was just stroking his own ego. Stroking his ego. And my thing with COVID is like, yeah, I, I, I acknowledge it as a real thing. Mm-hmm. I know it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I acknowledge the preventative measures that they've put in place, but mm-hmm. do I think they're effective? No. No. I'm like, I, even the store thing, like, I have this conversation with everyone. I'm like, Okay, so if five people go into this store, yeah. one has it, 
and goes and goes and touches stuff and puts it back. You yeah. know, there's go, you know, go backs, you know, when they bring it to the front and they don't want it. Like, all these different things. Right. Like, what, okay, so how are you stopping that? You yeah. Know? Mm. I went into Whole Foods and I saw this woman trying grapes. <gasps> I mean, nah. who stopped? She's touching all she's up on all, it. She's, she's all in the back. Hands to mouth. <laughs> hands just all in backs, trying to get the sweetest uh, grace. Nah. And, you know, I wanted to, I, 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 it was in my mind to say something. Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? Like, if I hadn't seen that, you know, I wouldn't right. have known either. Right. So, true. Right. You got to pick and choose your battles. Yeah. It's like, but it's like that's just you know it's it's just crazy in the time that we live in like I would have right. never thought years ago that I would have to have a mask to go into like CVS or something. It's funny you say that because last night I have I have like these black surgical masks that I wear and I was walking into a store last night just like a normal strong pace putting on my black mask at the same time and I was like I'd laugh to myself because I was like a year ago I would have probably been like approached or yeah, even shot or something <laughs> like, hey, 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 yeah, hey, like you would have been tackled what are you doing right now yeah. like, I got my shades on I got my mask you don't know who the hell I am yeah and it's crazy like and that's that's another thing that I thought about too is like it goes to show that crime isn't relative to things like that oh absolutely because people are gonna there hasn't been a rise in crime since we're all wearing masks yeah no. you know like that's not a thing <laughs> no. it's always been a matter of necessity or just simple bad behavior exactly exactly you know i just i i hopefully by next year, i think it's gonna be at least a couple of years before we can sort of return to normal like but i yeah. The industry that I just feel the worst about is just concerts and venues. Like, yeah, it's going to be really, really hard for them to come back because, you know, most artists, most musicians make money from the touring right. merchandise right. and all that. The more so, tickets you can sell, the better. Right. It's definitely, they're not definitely make, not making money from the music because no. the, the labels, labels are trying to recoup all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, it's a good time to be independent. Oh, yeah. Very good time to be independent. Very good time to be on, you know, YouTube and pushing out materials because all of that stuff, all of those online sites are generating so much income for people who can't, you know, can't work, you know. But everyone can work from home. Everybody can work from home. I say this. I say everybody can work from home and there's no excuse. Right. Especially right now. Right. Like we don't, even though I think you know, LA still has our stay-at-home order, and no one's paying attention to it here. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. you know, you could still, you know, maintain safety by doing zooms and stuff, and and, and creating stuff. Yeah. Uh, one of my clients, uh, Javon Johnson, um, he wrote an entire play, and he had me there. Uh, well, he invited people on Zoom to watch it. Yeah. And it was really good. The writing was good. You know, the timing was right. He even had one little Zoom box as a location, like a stage manager. Right. So, like, one scene is, like, you know, he, it's in jail. So, yeah. he has, like, the jail bar. So, uh-huh. it brought, like, a sense of, like, okay, my clients are, are remaining creative during this time. Right. You know? Right. It's uh, possible, and it's and it's a chance to really shine. Like there, like you said, you're home, you're all alone. Yeah. What are you, as the talent, the sole talent, gonna bring to the table? Absolutely. Because we went last night. We went to a, a drive-in downtown. 
um, and they were just showing a bunch of short films oh, from wow. independent yeah. Yeah. Uh, directors and producers, and there were there are some some duds in there, but <laughs> yeah, like most of them, uh, well, I won't say most of them, but a strong selection of them were fantastic. Yeah, and, like the ones that were good were like really good. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the, there's still one I'm still thinking about, like, man. Which one? Gen ZZ. Uh, that was just, like, so <laughs> captivating. Yeah. It was basically this short film about, like, the year 2070. 20, 20, so, like, at this point, like, the future is... Fe- it, it's like the future is female, but not as the present is female. Women are in charge after the yeah. man fucked shit up. Yeah. And like, commercials on TV are, like, now degrading to men. Like, oh, you stinky balls. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dizzy. You know, basically how everything's, like towards yeah. making women prettier and skinnier and all that stuff yeah the world is adapted the other way around tonight women are in charge and i'm i'm not gonna spoil it but fuck it who's gonna you guys should check it out but basically this woman who's running for president mm-hmm. is like everyone's like well you don't have a husband and so she goes to this place called what like it's like basically a matchmaker service but it's oh. like a school for men where yeah. they teach them how to be domestic they can cook they can clean they right. can tend babies and it was like a school for house husbands and yeah. you can meet a man and then you know take him and out of the get, school if they wow. misbehave they they're they're so in line that if they misbehave they get sent to a, a milking farm. A sperm milking a, farm. Yeah. A semen milking yeah, farm. Yeah, semen semen milking farm. So, <laughs> so they just, I, I don't they're know. They're very they, good, to say the least. They're and very good. Long story short, they end up, she ends up finding someone that she fancies and they get together. But at the end, it's not over because <clears throat> he leaves a note with the concierge that was talking to the president the whole time mm-hmm. saying don't worry i'm gonna get some allies up in up in this office and then i'm gonna come back for y'all so, so it's like, like a like, men's rights activist yeah. to try get the, okay. but yeah it was like this short 15 minute movie and it's like wow like yeah like that could so definitely be optioned into something larger yeah there are series yeah. or a full very length. interesting yeah it was, it was people are it was creative great. out here and it's beautiful to see it's yeah. like very encouraging it's it's a thing you adapt or get left behind period yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah i mean i remember you know this was before covid uh, at the Chinese theater, like I used to go there all the time, yeah. and you know they would do the the indie circuit, yeah, yeah, um, AFI, yeah, yeah AFI, yeah, yeah. AFI, um, and it would be great. It would be some great content, you know. Mm-hmm. I found some actors through it too, so yes, I mean, if they're keeping creative during this time and showing it, I, I'm actually really excited about drivers too. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it's coming back. Who would have thought that I drive know, right? ins and drive throughs? And really, crazy. all you need is space and a good wall. Yeah. So, I exactly. mean, that's what it was last night, you know, just projected some and, speakers and yeah. boom. Yeah. They, and they had a, an FM uh, channel you can tune to and hear yes, it in your car. Our, yeah. Oh, wow. That's so old school. I know, <laughs> right? It was, it was great. It was um, great. Speaking about adapting, how do you feel like, for example, like Travis Scott with the McDonald's meal for like, he's not touring, but he need and He's making the are, deals in other places. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Deals in other places where it's like, I'm leveraging my celebrity. And maybe he's a huge celebrity at this point. So maybe he's not even a good example, but I just found it interesting mm-hmm. where the, the McDonald's deal is not like a brand new meal. It's just 
the normal meal that they have with yeah. like barbecue sauce and it's like branded under his name and yeah. i don't know if i'm sure yeah. your clients have like discussions and how you know in, endorsements and stuff but how do you feel about that like um i think it's something that uh that has been happening for a while now you mm-hmm. know i think uh, you have to think like this like the industry is a very much it's very much a what have you done lately yeah you know? And with COVID, it became a thing of survival. You know, what are yeah. we going to do? Like, even Kevin Hart, you know, to go from doing these movies to doing a web, well, not web show, but just like an online camera yeah. show for, I can't remember the network. But I Heartbeat? He, I believe so. Yeah. And, you know, that's not probably something he would do normally, you know? Mm-hmm. Even, like, certain shows turning to Zoom format. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was watching Wendy Williams the other day for her first uh, her first episode, and her audience is all virtual on camera, <laughs> and then, like, yeah. her physical audience is her staff. Like, <laughs> you know, these are all things that people have been able to think about. I'm like, okay, so we can't use this format. What can we change? So, right, right. back to your, uh, about Travis, I think that's wise. I mean, he probably, he has a great team. His team probably said, like, look, you know, Travis eats here maybe eight, nine times a week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, his favorite order is this. Let's do some branding with his name. And they created a sponsorship deal together. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. And McDonald's is actually, you know, even though they don't broadcast it publicly, they do uh, promote a lot of influencers. Like They do. They give a lot of deals for them, so... I mean, who is listening to the the influencers, the young, the younger crowd? Exactly. So, like every know. BT experience, they would have a booth up every yeah. time, and they're a big sponsor for just events. Because once yeah. you see it, that brand recognition is like, yeah. forever. The, the brand recognition, of course, the yeah. sales. Like even, I think he had a, a a bunch of people show up to a McDonald's. He got in trouble for it because of COVID. Oh, wow. But that kind of influence in sales and brand and marketing, you know, you can't buy that anywhere. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So what what options are there now for musicians and and live performers? Well, I've noticed a few things. I mean, I've noticed some have actually went the online route um, and started selling ticket space, like maybe just mm-hmm. individual tickets to people to come into a room oh, and watch okay. them perform. Um, I was really amazed by some of our recent award shows because I was thinking to myself when COVID first hit, like, how the hell are they going to do that? Right. You know, but they were able to produce content, like, you know, just test everyone keep everything you know five to ten people maximum mm-hmm. um and just record you Even know the emmys yeah the emmys too the emmys were really well yeah. produced you know but as far as uh, you know a musician like if i for my anyone that i have that has music ability on my roster mm-hmm. you know i encourage them to write i encourage them to start to put the content out you mm-hmm. know don't stay lukewarm yeah. so I think yeah. if you take this time not only to even re-up your merchandise stores, like look at, uh, you know, these online concerts. Maybe if you're doing visuals, do, you know, invest, you know, a small amount of money into shooting your own music video. Yeah. But if you just keep content coming out, then that continuity will start to prevail and you'll make more money. Right. Yes. OK. OK. So basically market an idea that people are looking for or don't know that they need but they're gonna need it once they see it 
absolutely I, and it's not just for talent i think it's for just like anyone like yeah. for me you know i my I, i'm happy with my 10 years of my business because i've done i've been able to dabble into a lot so right. you know, reality stars actors models right. television personality all of them and so for me i I knew that scripted production was at a complete halt. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I had, I was very, you know, all my majority of my roster were actors. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I had not really worked on reality television or any reality TV stars. So during COVID, I'm like, okay, well, they're still going. You know, I see, you know, Nene yeah. Leakes, he's producing a glam talk show. Uh, let me try to get some of my talent, you know, back on. So, you know, I have like Hazel E, Phaedra Parks, and we've just been sitting there and like, okay, what shows can we produce? Nice. And, you know, Hazel and I ended up selling a spinoff. And then we Sick. also did another deal with WeTV. So, the one with Masika? Um, that that was that, I saw the preview the trailer. I was like, hmm. That I, I'm happy that wasn't the project that we sold. <laughs> but yes, that was one of the projects that we did during the time of uh, Corona. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we saw what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I missed it. You have to enlighten me. Um, it's just pent up drama and anger. It yeah, it's something that I was originally against uh, Hazel doing. Okay, um, you know they approached us about the opportunity, and um, Hazel's in a different space. Like Hazel is mother she's now. Mother, she's yeah. very <laughs> in, yeah. She's focused. She just got married, so she's really in a whole different mind space. And is that so, fabulous?es No, that's Emily. Oh, e. Emily B. Yeah. Hazel E was from Love and Hip Hop Holly. Hollywood. Uh, Emily's East Coast. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And gotcha. she's grown just tremendously since, you know, yeah. her time on Love and Hip Hop. Like, That's nice. very, very true. Because I, I remember her when she first popped up, and now she's definitely pivoted for the better. Definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. She is hands down one of my favorite clients. Like, she's, she's on it. She makes every meeting. Like, she has a baby. So, yeah. yeah. She'll <laughs> be sitting there. I'll tell her she has a like an interview with Hollywood Life, her people, and she'll be sitting there with Ava in her hands just doing the interview. Yeah. yeah. So she's definitely pivoted. For Which the is better. nice. And it's really nice seeing society accept working mothers now oh yeah yes it's more than ever it seems it's not like oh you you got your baby with you like what what's wrong with you like nah it's like okay let me see let me see you in your in your essence you know yeah Yeah. Yeah. and she thrives no you were saying yeah she thrives with motherhood so yeah i mean they approached us for her to do the conversation and you know we had intentions of it being you know just to sit down because her and masika had like you know they had a pass so Um, as a manager, I, you know, I, of course I was like, I don't want to do it, but she did it. So, um, and I was there and it just, you know, Masika had other plans. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. We've seen her. I mean, I don't know if you saw that video when she was promoting her OnlyFans yeah. and it was very unnecessary. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it was very disturbing. You know, it's, I, 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 I don't understand why she would do that, but you know, just, you know, her energy that day of the conversation was just very off. You yeah. Know? Mm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, rightfully so. I mean, she was going through a lot. You know, the OnlyFans yeah. thing, you know, yeah. she had the, the, the landlord come yeah. at her. Yeah. Uh, Tory Lanez has made an, you <laughs> know, mentioned a her as well. Yeah. 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 Like it's, it's, it's been a rough. So, 
when that whole situation happened, like, my main focus was just making sure Hazel was okay. And she yeah. handled it like a champ. Like, she, uh, once she got back from filming the conversation, she just went back to motherhood. She got right. back to work. She, mm-hmm. You know, she had meetings. And so kept now to, she's... Kept it pushing. She kept it pushing. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing is, um, like, talking about motherhood and adapting like adapting to her motherhood yeah. i remember a conversation with serena williams and her obviously talking about being able to spend more time with her daughter but also the humanity of just everybody being more on the forefront since covid like you know you've seen that video of that guy on bbc or something and his kids just like walking in the yeah, back right. and it's like that's real life you like this is my yeah. also my home and their home as well and people yeah. have to start like people have definitely started being more um, what, whether it's open to or just accepting of, they don't have a choice. They I mean, don't. if you want that person to do this job, like you have to accept the current environment. Like they can't. Right. Like we're not at an office anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Like you have to accept their home environment. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, you know, in regards to eating my clients with children, especially like Hazel, yeah. like they always either have like a nanny or someone or like you know a family member in the background to keep the baby with, especially yeah. like. I'm loading them up with tons of interviews and Mm -hmm. stuff to do. Right, right. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, I'm happy that it's allowed uh, a lot of people to become more human in regards to our industry. Yeah. That's very, very true. Yeah. It's very, very true. Yeah, it's been a very exciting time. I mean, I'm so happy that we're able to not only create projects you yeah. know that i probably wouldn't have created because of my rigorous and intense schedule right but you know being able to meet new people like for instance me and my buddy who um who's an agent nick roses mm-hmm. uh, at pantheon uh during covid we came up one day we were like we should do an open call mm-hmm. and so um we teamed up together we had everyone from well actually he had everyone promoted um and we went through i would say a good almost 1500 people in that wow. Wow. we had initially we were like oh we only because we teamed up with this company we auditioned which they do online like casting calls and so yeah we teamed up with them we were like oh we only need one room mm. and I kid you not, an hour before, because you had to log in into the waiting room, it was full. Oh. Wow. And <laughs> as we continued to start interviewing people, one person would come in, it was full again. So really? we had to create six to seven rooms to Whoa. interview every single person. And <laughs> I didn't interview everyone, yeah. but Nick did the entire time. He started from eight, nine o'clock in the morning to almost, uh, well, actually, 1 o'clock in the morning the next day. Wow. Yeah. Shout wow. out to everybody who say, waited. Like, yeah, <laughs> were, it was fun. so crazy. I, it, that's when I really knew how much of an influence my company had, as You're well right. as Pantheon, is that we had people in there from, like, New Zealand yeah. who mm-hmm. were waiting there, like, overnight just to get on. And, you know, we found some good people from it, and it also put some people on my radar, like, as far yeah. as, like, who I should be checking out. But, yeah, like, COVID, like, it's, I would say the C in COVID is for creative. Yeah. <laughs> so, let me, so do you, do you feel more fulfilled now or post-COVID, or do you kind of wish you still had that that routine of pre-covid days um 
I will. That's a great question. I will say this. I will say I am grateful for COVID because it gave me time to really find what I'm interested in. Mm. I will mm-hmm. say that I've always had. I, I know for a fact I'm going to be a manager until the day I die. Right. Like that's what it is. Right. But as far as like you know executive producing or like creating unscripted content, like those were things that were far away from my mind. Yeah. I knew I had interest in it but COVID has allowed me to really say okay let me try this I have three to four hours to myself Mm -hmm. so I will say in that aspect yes I do miss uh even though I do go to the office sometimes because me at home if I'm there all day like I'm getting nothing done right I might get a few things done but it's just too many distractions yeah Yeah. everything right but when I go to the office I feel like there's a sense of purpose Mm -hmm. I know I'm gonna have I'm gonna be popped up I'm not gonna be laying back with cupcakes like I'm gonna be up at my desk working so I mean, it's a mix of both. Like, you know, yeah. I, I, it, I would say COVID has allowed us to be very flexible in what we can right, do. Right, right. Which is nice. He's yes. like, hey, are you going to be taffy? You know, you're going to stretch <laughs> right. and be pliable? Or are you going to just be stiff and break apart? Exactly. Ding, ding. Brittle. <laughs> Brittle. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's cool. So, so then you perhaps maybe possibly in the future you're gonna trade talent manager for showrunner um we we will see um i definitely have um a couple of projects in the unscripted market that is definitely almost on track with being greenlit i have one show that is for sure getting greenlit nice for an upcoming network so i'm happy with that it's a spinoff for one of my clients um, I do I just finished a crime drama series that I wrote. And so it's in final rewrites. Um, do I see me being a full blown showrunner? No, uh, it's okay. a possibility. Yeah. Uh, I will say that I found love in writing. I think writing is definitely something that I'm very interested in. And especially with, you know, like dramas and yeah. scripted content and also reality tv like that's always going to be a love of mine because yeah. being able to find people and uh provide their authentic self to television is great you know like even i can't go too deep into this hazel like i'm really excited to show people like the the true hazel the yeah. true erica that i know like right she's such a a worn spirit you know and unfortunately when you do a show such as you know a love and hip-hop yeah you know is everything negative they skew it. right it's so it's so negative and she's the complete opposite of that so yeah yeah That's it's cool. a lot of stuff yeah. and, and you know she we're just excited to just show it heck yeah and i mean you can always do the go the Kenya Barris route and just do everything. Oh, like, yeah. He, one day everything. he's acting in something. One day he's show running. One day yeah. he's writing. One time I will say there's a, there's a lot of black men in this industry, especially on the producer, executive producer level, that they do everything on their own. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, like, not only Kenya Barris, Tyler does that as well. Yeah. Direct produce, all that. Fry the chicken in the back. Like, right. <laughs> does everything. And I'm yeah. just like, okay, you know, and I see myself being kind of like that because even though I oversee over a hundred people daily, right? Like, I still have the energy to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Right, you know? right. You so, have space for more. Yeah, yeah. And I always, sometimes I wonder, I'm like, because I look at my calendar like for the day and I'm like, oh my God, there's like 14 
15 fucking zooms. Yeah. <laughs> and I have yeah. to do them all. And, you know, I, after I do it, it's like I get this high. I'm like, okay, I need to do something else. Right, mm-hmm. right. Like keep keep, keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Know? That absolutely. momentum. You can feel it. It's yeah. like, okay, I, I'm actually getting shit accomplished right now. Exactly. Yes. After about the eighth Zoom, I'm like, okay, I got this. The yeah. first two, I'm like waking up. I'm like, okay, this <laughs> coffee hasn't kicked in yet. Yeah. Like, like after the eighth or ninth one, I'm on a roll. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel that. That's dope. Well, we're not going to hold you too long here. Um, I appreciate you coming back by, bro. I Honestly, I always really get hyped for these these sessions yes. we have and even the audience too they love it they yeah, love the insight like that they, they respond get. Heavy. um you had someone reach out on the instagram page i don't know if you already mentioned yeah. this but they were like they'd auditioned for me auditioned for you this was a while back but basically talking about just being able to hear directly from you what you look for and what you do mm-hmm. oh, yeah. obviously gives them an advantage for the next time they audition right. or something maybe for you or just puts them on your radar. It's just really dope to have someone like you right. be like our insider, you know? You. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so glad that you mentioned that because every year, you know, I do a uh, open call. Um, Y'all listening? Writing down notes? Know, yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Take your pens out. Um, and I usually do it October. Um, mm-hmm. The this is our fourth annual one that will be this upcoming month. Uh, RSVP start October 1st. Um, yeah, I mean, I look for everyone. And this year I'm doing it virtual. So Nice. Um, there will be a thousand spots. And Ooh. I will be going through every single person like I did, um, you know, previous open calls. You know, nice. I packed the places out, you know, yeah. rest in peace, space station casting since they're, you know, they're no longer here. Yeah. But um, yeah, I look forward to finding a lot of great talent. You know, this is the perfect time. You know, themes are getting ready to pick back up. So, you know, let's put some new faces on TV. Heck yeah. So everyone Heck listening yes. right now. Don't be lazy. You know that there's competition. He was up till 1 a.m. talking to people. (laughs) So don't wait. Get in early. When when can they log into the to the rooms? It'll be October first, so all of the information will be on the company website. Okay, there it is. Talent, and I'll link it so oh, you yeah. guys can click and, and yes. do whatever. Absolutely, cgymtalent.com. Yes. We will for sure have a link where everyone can sign up, add their name, and yeah, a thousand people will get an nice. opportunity uh, to go on camera. So nice, nice. Awesome. I'm so. excited. Who knows? Maybe I might slip my way on up in there. Who knows? Go ahead and Who be knows? number 950, please. Exactly. I'll be like Fantasia and be number 1,000. <laughs> right? <laughs> still still come through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. You know, yes. we talented out yet. So, <laughs> you got affirmations? Yeah. So, yo, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold you guys back. I just simply want to say, stay positive keep going keep striving and try something new yeah. try i something have new. A entertainment affirm- affirmation oh okay okay yes. um i say this i say now that you're in covid yes. and now that you see that anything is pretty much possible don't wait do mm. it now you know one of the, the things that i when i interview people um i look for is what are they interested in doing now like, right. what are you doing to help propel your vision? Right. And if you feel like you can't do it, just know this, that there's somebody out there waiting to see your product. Mm. And they will buy it if you fully invest into yourself. 
Hell yeah. Y'all hear that. So listen. Hell yeah. Take note. Take heed. Take heed. Believe it. Live it. Yes. Do yep. it. And I'm just, the last thing I'm going to say, and it's probably going to be the title of this episode, but it's something you said. The C in COVID is for create. Yeah. yeah. It sure is. <laughs> the that, C Chris Giovanni COVID said that. for create. Yeah. Hey, you got you to gotta put that on a shirt. Right, let me hurry up before y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, y'all, this has been season five, episode four, Clear the Haze. Thank you so much, Chris Giovanni. Of course. Thank you so much, Toby. Thank you, Willie. Yes, ma'am. We'll holler at y'all on the next one. Bye. Peace. Bye.